Well, praise the Lord, saints of God. Hello, this is Pastor Mark A. Stroud, and I thank you once again for joining me for another episode of Kingdom Rock Radio. Well, as you know, we've been in a series entitled Operating in Authority, and this is actually part number nine, and it is subtitled Binding the Strong Man. That's right, Binding the Strong Man. We had a dynamic time in service. We actually ministered this on a Wednesday night. And during the message, it began to rain and rain very hard. I mean, the rain was pouring down greatly. And you can actually hear it on the recording. The more the word of God came forth, the harder it rained. It was phenomenal. So I'm just taking it as a blessing of the Lord. There was some elements of warfare there, but we made it through it and the word of God was absolutely wonderful. So I wanted to share it with you. Our tech team did their best to filter out most of the rain noise, but you'll still be able to hear it because it was just that loud. So get ready for a supernatural word of God as we speak from the subject entitled Binding the Strong Man, right here on Kingdom Rock Radio. We talked about in uh, Luke 11. You understand what I'm saying? We talked about how the strong man, when his goods are in peace, in a state of peace, uh, that is a state of rest, um, no warring. When we are not warring against him, we just accepted it. But tonight, we're going to be looking at this money piece. Um, but in many cases, we just accept, accept um, poverty, poverty, being broke, lack. We say, well, I guess it's, I guess it's guesses, right? This is what is it going to be? But we, we want to fight and wrestle against that. Okay? Fight and wrestle against that. Praise the Lord. For some reason, that noise is bothering me. Is it really hurting y'all? Jazz, you can turn these lights off, please. As a matter of fact, I think this is bothering me, too. So I'm going to turn this off so you can just kill the recording. And uh, look at this. Are y'all there yet? I got plenty to show you tonight, and I pray you're praying with me so that you can get it. Uh, Luke 11, look at verse number 21 again. Um, it says, when a strong man armed place around the keep of his palace, his goods are in peace. But when a stronger than he shall come upon him and overcome him and taketh from him all his armor wherein he trusted, trusted, and uh, divide his spoil. So look at this picture. He has armament here, yeah, whether he is uh, armed with a coat of um, uh, mail or whatever, and he has some sort of weaponry and all that stuff. He is trusting in this weaponry, not his strength, but in his weaponry to keep that person confined. Does that make sense? In whom he trusted. He's trusting in his weaponry, his arm, armament. What did we say his armament was again? We said it was lies. We said it was uh, tricks. Uh, deceit. Deceit. 
right? That's how he's keeping him in here. Because what, all he can do is show him a false picture and hope that this person believes and relies on what they can see. As long as they rely on what they can see, they're in peace. As far as with him. There is here in peace. They're at rest as far as with him. Now they're miserable in there. But as far as with him, they're, they're not declaring, declaring war on him. They're not declaring, um, yeah, they're not declaring war. They're not fighting against him. Now it's not so much him, but it's his armor that he's trusting in. So the moment his armor is taken away, he is then powerless to hold the individual. Make sense? So if he is holding the person with lies, and the lies are all founded in what we can see, once we declare to the contrary, his lies lose power or influence, his, uh, his armory lose power or influence, and the situation begins to break down. Oh, that was good. Excuse me. <laughs> I had to run on that. That was a victory lap, wasn't it? The situation will break down because he can only hold you with his armament, with what he is armed with. He can only show and what he's armed with are tricks or lies or deceitful things. He's only trying, he keeps trying to show you a movie, keeps trying to um, just whisper in your ear, you're never going to make it. This attack is active. Okay, and it's intimidating. But if we begin to get active and speak the contrary and then begin to believe, we'll grow out of that little sail. Okay, and overcome that. When the stronger than he, the Lord really is talking about himself, stronger, the word of God. And we can, we have, of course, the word of God. Stronger than he, the word, his word, truth is stronger than the lies. So truth overcomes the lies. Takes away his armor, armament, takes away his lies, right? Strips him of his lies wherein, wherein he is trusted. And then we can take the spoil. Okay, in other words, we go free or whatever he has that is ours is released. Let's look at that again. But when a stronger than he shall come upon him, that's the word of the Lord, that's truth, shall come upon him and overcome him. Truth always overcomes lies. Right? And overcome him, uh, he taketh from him all his armament, strips him of the lies, uh, wherein he trusted, that's what the, he was using to keep that person in bondage or keep your stuff in bondage, and uh, divideth his spoil. All right. Now, that being said, now that is a, that, that's a mouthful, and we could really just stop right there tonight if you got that. We could really stop that. So you can right now destroy the enemy's poverty or uh, you can uh, break his brokenness over your life. We can break lack over our life. Whatever is going contrary to the word of God by speaking and declaring to it what the word of God says. Remember, it says that um, uh, 
Verse 21, when a strong man armed keepeth his goods. Okay, no, 22. Uh, but when a stronger than he, that's the word, shall come upon him. We're speaking directly to him, putting the word directly upon him. Right? Who shall say unto this mountain, be thou removed? Speak directly to it. Confront it. And remember, Mark says, bind it, except you bind the strong man. You can't take his house. Well, how do you bind? You bind with chains, uh, with fetters, chains. Well, what will chain down uh, an un, uh, what will chain down a lawless spirit? The word chains. Truth chains the lawless. Truth will cause the lawless to, to react. Good example of that. Drive, you drive down an expressway and you and you're going 80 miles an hour. You're fine until you see a state trooper. <laughs> are you hearing? Your heart races pumping. You know until you are confronted with truth. Truth always arrests lawlessness. Now that's another good one. You need to hear that another one. Truth will always arrest lawlessness. So there's truth sitting there with its radar gun and you know it's pointing right at you. Truth is aimed right at you. And you look at your speedometer, 85 in a 65. You're really flying. And you know you've been caught. What do you do? Just throw your hands up. You know he's coming. Bad boys, bad boys. What you gonna do? What you gonna do when he come for you? When the blue lights, that's not a good feeling when you see the blue lights behind you. Okay, so, all right. So you can, as a matter of fact, let's say this right now. Um, well, let's qualify this. Can all of us say right now that uh, you're not living in that more than enough? or there's not a state of abundance, complete abundance, right? So there is some of this going on right now. So let's take authority over that strong man, that strong man of poverty, that strong man of lack, that strong man of, of um, broke condition. Let's take authority over him. Let's do that right now. Father, in the name of Jesus, we take the authority of Christ Jesus and we speak to that strong man over, over our lives. We speak to that strong man of poverty. We speak to that strong man of lack. We speak to that strong man of broken condition. We speak to you. We see you in Jesus' name. We see you and we speak to you and we declare the word of God. We declare the word of God that our God shall supply all of our needs according to his rich and glory by Christ Jesus. We declare that Jesus Christ is our shepherd and we shall not want. We declare our God shall supply all of our needs. And we decree it right now in the name of Jesus that we receive abundance, 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 and a full supply by Christ Jesus. We decree it. We declare it that all of our bills are paid up and paid in full. All of our debts are paid off and paid in advance. We decree that we have more than enough. We decree right now that money is coming and that money is coming. We decree right now that we live in abundance and that we have wealth and that your tricks and deceptions are cast down and you are powerless.
careless in Jesus' name. Now we come in and we take all the goods that belong to us and we receive it now in Jesus' name. Now go ahead and praise God for it. Look at that. Soon we stop. Look at it. Hallelujah. Are you hearing? This is what you're going to have to do. You're going to have to continue to be active. Now, you know when he is hard pressing you when you feel depression come on. When you really, when he's really showing you stuff, really showing you the condition, you'll feel depressed. You'll feel frustrated. All these negative emotions. When he's really in your face, really pressing you. Now, this is an invisible battle. It's invisible. You can't see him, but you can feel when he is around you. Because we can be here in the cell and be at peace and we can have the condition and from time to time it doesn't bother us. We can feel at rest with being broke. With not, with not really having it, of always being under, always in want, always need a bailout. And we won't resist him. But when he's really in your face, you feel that depression, uh, frustration, anguish, hopelessness. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Hopelessness. When this thing really comes around you like this, this is invisible. And he's really trying to challenge you with his armament. Remember, his armament is his lies. So he's trying to show you. He's trying to let me have this, Nick, for a second. So he's trying to show you, look, look, look. When we get unruly, he wants to try to show you, show you, show you. He's using that to intimidate, trying to intimidate you, right? Look, 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 God is lying to you. Turn this up. He says, look, 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 God is lying to you. You're actually really broke. Okay, so when all those negative things come to you, that's when actually he is most near to you. It's when that strong man is most near. And when he is most near to you, that's really the time that you can strike him. Because you don't know where he is when you don't feel that. But when you feel his knife to your throat, you know he's right there. And when he's right there, you can take him down with the word of God. Are you hearing? So this is why Jesus told, was it Peter? No, Paul? No, was it Peter? Uh, yeah, he said, I sought the Lord three times for this thing to go from me. But remember the Lord said, actually, Peter, when you're weak, when that thing is to your throat, Paul, when that thing is to your throat, when you're actually feeling, uh, when you're actually feeling depressed, anguish, hopelessness, worry, when that thing is really to your throat, that's when you're really strongest. You're strongest because at that point you can begin to declare the word of God. You can speak the word of God. And that thing will disintegrate over your life. It'll fall. Are you hearing? Oh, that's good. That's good. We're doing real good. So, what you're going to have to do on a regular basis, even when you don't feel, even when you don't feel that pressure, make your confessions. 
but especially when you feel the pressure, make those confessions. Okay? All right. That way we won't stay at peace. Because as long as you're at peace with it, it will continue to rob you of the more than enough and abundance. Okay? It stands as a guard. It stands as a guard. In other words, it's the, thank you, Lord. This thing is actually a, a gatekeeper. Ooh, I hear that Holy Spirit. This thing is actually a gatekeeper. Remember, his goods are in peace. And if we're here as one of his goods, or he has our stuff and goods, he controls what flows in and he controls what flows out. He's the guard that's there. He's the guard. So if we don't want our things to be filtered in through him, okay? This is why sometimes we can get just little drops of blessings, but never get the full thing if he's guarding. Praise Jesus. So tonight it's about confronting the strong man. Confronting the strong man. Remember, when you are at your weakest, when you feel really depression coming on, when you're feeling hopelessness, especially as it relates, we're really talking tonight about this part of the pie as it relates to, uh, as it relates to money. When all that comes up and you know that you are a citizen in the kingdom of God, you know that Jesus Christ is your Lord, you know that he promised you abundance. You know that he promised you that. So when that does not happen, when we can give our tithe and, and give our offering, and we know we're doing everything we're supposed to do, but still we don't see it, it's time to go into question mode because there's something there that is blocking that. There's something there that's blocking it. There's a strong man that is blocking it. Now, his strength is determined by how much you believe his lie. I heard that again, Holy Spirit. The strength of his armament is determined by how much you believe his lie. How much you believe the lie really uh, talks about, or your level of belief in that lie uh, has to do with how long we've been in it, how long we've been feeding on the lie. The more we feed on the lie, the stronger his armament gets, the stronger the lies get. The more we feed on the lie, talk about uh, just like uh, with television, if the news reporter says it's bad or it's really bad, there are aliens everywhere or whatever, or the sun is purple tonight, the sun is purple, the sun is purple, they keep saying it, or the sun is going to be purple in 15 days and they do a countdown and everybody's saying the sun is purple, the sun is purple, the sun is purple, or whatever it is, you understand? The more we feed on the lie and we don't reject the lie, the stronger the lie becomes and the more we believe it. We'll go outside, well... It does have a purplish hue to it, tone to it. We begin to look for the lie. So the more we feed on the lie, the stronger the lie becomes. So depending on how long we've been feeding on the lie, if we've been broke for a long time, we've been feeding on the lie for a long time. But the more we declare the word of God against that enemy, you're going to have to visualize it. And I can see that old big ugly thing visualize it visualize it and speak to it speak to it speak to it and declare that it be moved and be cast into the sea 
Remember, Jesus said he gave us, he said, behold, I give unto you what? Power to tread upon serpents and scorpions and over what? Over what? All the power of the enemy. That's speaking about that strong man too. So we have authority over his, over this. He said, I'll give you authority. We know that's uh, exousia. Um, and when exousia is used, of course, when authority is used, rather the, the word exousia means that someone will speak it and something else will be made to obey it. We'll have to submit to it. Right? So we have authority over this. Remember, we are seated with Christ in heavenly places in all principalities and powers in every name is all under the Lord's feet, right? And if it's under his feet, it's also under our feet because we are seated in Christ with him at the right hand of the Father, right? So this thing that has been holding us is actually under our power and control through Christ. But if we don't make war against it, oh, it's mad now, but I can feel that. That armament is breaking down. It's breaking. It's breaking down. Because we're talking about it. Are you understanding? And the more you talk about a thing, the more you bring it to light. And the more you bring it to the light, you drag it out of the darkness into the light, the more power the light has over it. It can't work in the light. Okay? Deception works in darkness. So the more we talk about this thing, it is draining it of power, draining it of resources. Mm, that's good. Are you hearing that? Oh, that is marvelous. So Mark says again that we should bind the strong man, bind him. Now, the Lord talks about binding in Matthew, the sixth chapter. Uh, do, do, do we need to go back to Mark so I can show you that scripture about binding the enemy? Uh, let's go to Mark 3, just real quick. Uh, Mark 3, 22, I believe. Let's look, let's find, try to find it right quick. All right. Mark 3. Mark 3, 27 says, No man can enter into a strong man's house and spoil his goods that's what we want to do. Now, look at the two dimensions. We can be in there, right? Not receiving everything that we're supposed to receive. And our stuff can also be in there. Prayers held up in the heavenlies by a strong man. And we would lose them. Well, I guess it's not coming, so we stop. We stop praising God for it. We stop standing in faith for it because it's held up by a strong man. Daniel called it a what? A principality, right? Governing the area like a guard over the area, determining what would come in and what would go out. Did you hear that? <laughs> Look at Jesus. I hear that, Lord. That's powerful. Are you hearing? Thank God. Thank you, Lord, for the rain. Thank you, Lord, for the press. And so there's a strong man that can control an area. There's a strong man that can control a region. There's a strong man that can control a ministry, can hang over a ministry or over a business. But if it remains unconfronted, it stays there. If it's at peace, 
if it's not confronted, it will control what comes in and what comes out. So Daniel was there. He was praying for a word. I need a word. I need a word. need a word. But he did not stop. He continued to press and press until finally that angel broke through that strong man and gave him his word. Right? That's powerful. That's powerful. And so the Bible says that that strong man, look at, um, lost my page, Mark Mark 3, let's go back to it one more time. 27, thank you, Gene. And it says again, um, no man can enter into a strong man's house. Now that's us, we're gonna be entering into his house and taking back the things that belong to us and belong to other people and belong to other regions, belong to other ministries. We're like that, um, that elite force because we're not only going in taking stuff that belongs to us but to others as well okay we enter to a strong man's house uh no no man can enter a strong man's house and spoil his goods that is take back what belongs to us to the body except he first bind the strong man and then he will spoil his goods. So we got the word bind. Now let's go to Mark, Mark 18, I believe. Now this is very important as we begin to close out tonight. Or rather Mark 16. Let's go to Mark 16. Mark 16, 18. We'll start there. We bind the enemy by the word, by the law. The law always binds the enemy. The word bind, uh, again, means to forbid something, to say no. To do, it means to declare unlawful. You cannot do this. To restrict the movement of binding. You cannot do this. I will not allow you to do this. Okay, to bind means... Uh, again, to say, this is not lawful. This is not God's will. This is not right. You're binding something. You're forbidding something from happening. Okay? And we do that. Of course, we cannot do that with our human might. There's nothing there in, in us humanly. We have to do it by the word of God that came out of the Father's mouth. His word is binding. His word is law. Isn't that wonderful? His word is binding. You can't break his word. So when we declare what he said, and we got what he said here in the Bible, and you'll also have a rhema word that God will cause to come out of your spirit into a situation, and you just say that word, and it will cause change to come and bind him. And once that enemy is bound, now you'll also often find this as you pray in the spirit. Pray in the spirit, say, Holy Spirit, give me the words to say over this enemy. Give me the words to say. Uh, give me the words to say um, uh, that I can come against this strong man. Give me the words. Pray through me, Holy Spirit. Pray through me. Speak through me. And so you begin to pray in the Spirit. And oftentimes your prayer language gets bold. What's happening? Binding words are coming out straight from the throne of God. Binding words are coming. Binding words are coming. And oftentimes the Lord will tell you after you pray in the Spirit, He'll give you words to say that you may say it also in English. Okay, so it is said from heaven, 
that is with a heavenly language and it is said from earth that is an earthly language and it is bound completely in two realms. Mm, mm, mm. That's good, Holy Ghost. That's good. So Matthew 16, 18 says this. Look at this. He said, And I say unto thee that thou art Peter, and upon this rock I will build my church, and the gates of hell shall not fail against it. Now look at verse 19, and we'll stop here. And I will give unto thee the keys of the kingdom of heaven. Here are the keys. You know this. And whatsoever thou shalt bind on earth shall be bound in heaven. And whatsoever thou shalt loose on earth shall be loosed in heaven. Let me read that again. Here are the keys of the kingdom that he is not only given to Peter, but to all those that believe on his name. You've got keys. Help me tell your neighbor that you've got keys. Okay, keys, keys meaning authority. You've got these keys. It's a shame that this person is in a born again believer in this little cage with keys at peace because they won't make war against this because they have believed the lie. I guess I'll always be this way. I guess I'll never have anything. And if anyone makes these type of confessions out of their heart, the bars are extremely strong. And it will take something, it will take really an act of the spirit and them really just giving themselves to the word of God for those bars to break down because they believed it so much. I guess I'll never have anything. I guess I'll never go anywhere. I guess I'll always. Those are strong bars you're hearing coming out of their lips. Strong bars. And uh, some, they won't allow it to be broken. They'll reject the truth. Oh, yeah. Oh, you, you give them truth and say, this is what God says about you. You are meant to be in abundance. You're, mo you're meant to have more than enough so that you can share with others. They'll say, well, I hope so. What does that mean? The truth is just reflected. It's deflected right off. And the bars continue to be strong. They've got to open their heart to receive it. So in that case, we would say they have a stony heart and the seed does not penetrate the heart. It bounces off of the heart. And here's the devil around the side waiting to take that word away. That strong man, oh, uh, you don't believe that. So the strong man's ready. Hear the lie. Feed on this lie again. Feed on this lie. Feed on the lie. The more we feed on the lie, the stronger the bars become. The more we feed on the truth, the stronger we get. And those prison bars will fling open as they're doing right now in Jesus' mighty name. So again, he says, I give to you the keys of the kingdom and whatsoever thou shalt bind on earth shall be bound in heaven. Two schools of thought. One, we can only bind something that has already been bound in heaven, right? That is declared unlawful in heaven. If God says it's unlawful in heaven, it is bound there, then we can speak words of agreement and declare it's bound here and it's done. Okay? It must first be bound there on a huge level, big scale. It must be bound there. Poverty is bound there. How do I know poverty is bound there? Because there's none up there. Lack is bound. It, in other words, here again, <clears throat> to, be, to bind or to be bound um, means to declare unlawful. Not to permit, to say no, you cannot happen. To resist, to deny access. Okay? 
So if it's not there, that means that it's bound. It's not there. Poverty is bound. Sickness is bound. You cannot find it there. So it is bound there. So if it's bound there, I, as a citizen of the kingdom of heaven here on the earth, can declare it bound here on the earth. And it must bow because it is bound there. Okay, so we're speaking in agreement with it. It's bound there. If it is loose there, I can declare it to be loosed here. Okay, love, love in heaven, absolutely. Joy in heaven, absolutely. Plenty, absolutely. Riches, absolutely. The streets are made of gold, right? There's more than enough. If it's loose there, I can loose it here. And it will be loosed everywhere I declare it to be loosed. Okay, the word will go out. But depending on the strength of the strong man, I may have to declare it again and again and again and again to break him down. Remember, this is a lawless spirit. He's a renegade, a rogue. Like, no, I'm going to do it. No, no, no. But more we declare it and declare it, he's losing strength, losing strength. And eventually he falls down, depending on how much, uh, how, how much, or how strong he is, depending on how the people have been receiving the line. Over a region, if a region is poverty stricken, that means a lot of people in that region have been receiving that line. And so we come into the area and we come against a strong man and we do warfare against him again and again and again. And we declare God's word of um, abundance. We declare the gospel of Jesus Christ to the poor. So we're breaking them down in the spirit. We're breaking them down in the natural and that will eventually fall. You hear? All right. So on a broad scale, we can only bind what has been bound. We can only loose what has been loosed on the broad scale. Now, over our individual lives, we can bind stuff too. We can bind stuff. <clears throat> uh, like we said with that person that's really uh, poverty-stricken. Uh, God's word says, hey, you should have abundance. They can bind that word saying, no, that word is not lawful for me. In other words, that word will not take effect in their lives. We are also the gatekeepers into our heart. We command, we can allow things to come in or allow things to go out. Okay, we can lose things over our lives too. We know that in the bad sense, we can lose trouble over our lives, right? We can lose the demonic over our lives by doing whatever, reading horoscopes and we go playing with Ouija boards and, and all those other things. We can lose that stuff over our own lives if we want to. Or we can bind something from happening in our lives, declare, no, that shall not come to pass. Right? So we have that authority, too, in our own lives, in, in our ministry, in businesses. We can bind and loose. We can bind people. Uh, that is, um, bind unforgiveness to ourselves. You know, I'm not going to forgive you. You're declaring forgiveness to be unlawful. So if we do that, then it is bound to us. Or we can lose forgiveness to people, right? So we have, we have the keys on a scale over our lives and also over community, over our business. We have those keys. But the majority of it, if it is bound there, we can declare it bound here. If it is loose there, that is loose in heaven, we can declare it loosed here. Okay, we can declare it loosed against the strong man. 
We can bind him. Now, you, I didn't, I didn't get to any of this. Not one. This is good stuff, too. Not one. Not even, I didn't even read what I got. Kingdom prosperity, that's it. Isn't that amazing? <clears throat> what are we saying? So, huh? I stopped that we. Huh? Yes, okay. Yes. So, we, tonight, Jeff, you turn this down a little bit, please, now. <clears throat> As we leave here tonight, we have to make an active decision. An active decision. Now, this won't go quietly. It's lawless. It's not a good little boy. It's going to just follow, yes, and walk away, walk off. You have to speak to it with authority. Remember, the more submitted we are to Christ, the more it will be submitted to us. Okay? But the good news is, this is already breaking down. And when it breaks down, you'll find things beginning to be loose. Now, here's the danger. Here's the danger. Thank you, Lord. Here's the danger. What a lot of believers do when they make attack and warfare on this and things begin to happen. Hey, things begin to open up. Hey, then they stop praying. So it just loose just enough. Ooh, okay. Just enough to make us stop. Think of, so it's over. Okay. They'll stop. But we want to keep going until it is all done. Continue to fight against it. Continue to pray in the spirit against it until there's a, until there's a confirmation in your heart. Till there's a peace that fills your soul. Okay. It's over now. Until then we war, we war, we war until it falls. Okay? Hallelujah. Tonight you've been given that key. And as we said in the beginning of the beginning of our um, message, which I did not prepare for. Like we said tonight, tonight you will receive an impartation by the Spirit. And if you receive this impartation, you would see immediate results. Immediate results. Have you received an impartation tonight? Did you get that? Amen. Yeah, we fought, didn't we? We fought to get this. <laughs> we fought. But the more it, more it came, the more the Lord released. And I'm taking the rain as a sign to the Lord is just releasing. He is releasing the blessing, just releasing the blessing. So I just take it that way. But either way, that thing is a gatekeeper and it must be destroyed. It must be done away with. You can't kill a spirit because all spirits are eternal. But we can bind it from being effective. Okay? We can cast it away. Amen. 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 There's no such thing as killing a spirit because spirits are eternal. You can't kill a human spirit. We're going to live somewhere. We pray that you are richly blessed by today's message. We would love to connect with you. Just go to our website at kingdomrock.org. You can become our friend on Facebook or follow us on Twitter and subscribe to our YouTube channel and a whole lot more. Right there at kingdomrock.org. We would love to hear from you. And if you're in the Bremen area, please stop by and join us every Sunday morning. Sunday school is at 9 a.m. 
and Sunday morning is at 10. Wednesday night, we have what's called Hour of Power. It starts at 6.30 p.m. All are invited. We're located at 180 Helton Road in Bremen, Georgia. Give us a call at 770-537-1933. We would love to hear from you. And if you have a prayer request, by all means, please log on to our website at kingdomrock.org and click on the prayer page. Until tomorrow, remember that Jesus is Lord. Choose him as your Lord today. Only he can make a way.